I need information. I thought you might be able to help. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. Now tell us everything. everything. Reports earlier this week that the 50th anniversary celebration of Woodstock had been canceled. Um, Whilst the festival's financial backers dropped out, citing production issues and safety concerns on Monday, but the promoter, Michael Lang, who also promoted the original 1969 Woodstock, says they're going forward with the festival anyway. He went on Facebook saying the bottom line is there's going to be a Woodstock 50th 50th show as there must be, and it's going to be a blast. (laughs) Oh, gosh. No. This is like the fire festival. No. No, it won't be. Here's the deal. Woodstock existed in a certain period of time, and it should never exist again. Woodstock was about that period. Yes. Uh, you know what I mean? You can't recreate that, and nor should you. I Leave it totally alone. I totally agree. Wow. Maybe we could have some type of a uh, an online tribute or some type of a televised concert that didn't involve the mess that... Because they tried to do this before, and it was awful. Um, John Fogarty says that there has been shaking us. He's already been paid. So, you know, there's other people like Jay-Z, The Killers, Imagine Dragons. Yeah, he says good acts. It, it, absolutely. He says if it's um, if it's canceled, he's going to donate his fee to military veterans. That's perfect. So, yeah. Way to go. Okay. Another music festival that sounds just awesome. I'd love to go to Austin City Limits Music Festival. This is their lineup this year. Uh, first weekend in October, we have uh, Guns N' Roses, Mumford & Sons, Childish Gambino, Cardi B, The Cure, Billie Eilish, Tame Impala, and Robin. Oh. Robin. Oh my gosh. I love her. Yeah. Flex. <laughs> you love her? Lex? I love her. I love her. And you'd love to see Childish Gambino. I love him. I yes. love him too. Maybe this is the festival you need to go to. I think Austin so. is a fun city. This it's it in Lex. October. Oh my gosh. All right, guys. Okay. Let's make it happen. Yes. All right. Yes. That's the latest dirt. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. Thanks for alerting us. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk 1071. We will stop this tournament right now. We are adults, and this is ridiculous. It is a cornhole tournament fundraiser. Cut the crap. That's right. Cut the crap, people. <laughs> Cut the crap. This is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I know. Whoa, cornhole she, seriousness. She's Lex, don't mess with her cornhole. Oh, don't no. mess with the cornhole oh, tournament. Whoa. That whoa. didn't sound right. No, it didn't. Uh, don't mess with her tournament, I mean. No. Cut the crap. That's right, yes. Wow. <laughs> Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Okay. Uh, I got to put another bow on our great conversation about hugging. Lex is going to stop hugging strangers. Yep. Justina and Becky are waiting for Read Your Sticks. Justina, Becky, I swear, will be with you. It's like a dentist office. We'll be with you shortly. Um, But I got to put a bow because, Dawn, I got a text uh, from my girl, Jamie. I talk about Jamie sometimes. She's uh, my friend from Serums Mm -hmm. uh, in Anoka. And Jamie goes, girl, I'm with Dawn and the boob hugging. Guys are always trying to feel them and they're just dis- and they disguise it as a hug. Yes. Or, or they try the side hug and try for the reach around. What? Oh, yeah, 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 Ew. yeah, yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. Mervy, perfect, oh, I'm guys. grateful for my little boobies now. <laughs> Ooh. We, I'm sorry you have, have to a- deal with that, Dawn. Should we have a moment of gratitude for oh, the little boobies, Lex? Just a moment of gratitude. That's right. <laughs> oh, Lex. But oh, I got the big God. booty, so that doesn't help very much. Oh, yeah. 
You might want to grab onto it. I don't think yeah. it's big, but well, thick, you know. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think. I mean, it's compared big to the boobies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, so there we go. So uh, people are agreeing with you, Don. Uh, especially Eight when to- I was a server too. There was a one guy who we kicked out of Ruby Tuesday in Springfield, Missouri, because <laughs> this old man was notorious for hugging you at the end of his meal, and then he wanted Ooh. to stick the tip in your breast pocket, but he would feel your boob when he did it. And I was Ew. like, no, no, no. And I would hold my tray up against me. Gross. Yeah, he was so gross. Dawn, that is disgusting. I'm just, uh, it's like you're literally being groped for your $2 tip. At oh. Ruby Tuesday. Right, was, I, used to work I do not want to be groped at Ruby Tuesday. <laughs> I do, oh. but not from him. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes oh. when you're in the kitchen. And, yeah. oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 806, everyone. Can I read your stick? Time once again for Jason and Alexis. Well, mostly Alexis. To read your stick. Can I read your stick? You can read it if you like. like, like, like. Mm-hmm. Many. Many suns and moons ago, a young warrior <laughs> named Alexis set out. Yeah, you know, she got a box of um, fortune sticks <laughs> um, at a, where, where was it, Lex? It was in Burnsville. Antiques, Minnesota, off 13 and Nicolet. That's right. And now her good fortune is your good fortune as she reads your stick. You may think this is crap. But she has 400 satisfied customers that think otherwise. <laughs> stick assistant Dawn, please yeah. identify our first stick person. Our first stick person who also wants to talk about hugs is oh, Justina. Yeah. Hi, Justina. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, so you can put a bow bow on our conversation <laughs> about hugs, a double bow. How do you feel? Well, it just really kind of resonated with me this morning. I have a seven-year-old little boy who has a few labels with letters that we like to think are just perfect imperfections. Mm -hmm. And for about the last year, actually, we have been dealing with the whole hugging thing. He is a little hugger, very people person. Mm -hmm. We have now learned to have to ask for hugs. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even, Even the littles. So it's mm-hmm. not just us adults either that the other adults view as inappropriate. Mm. It's the littles that yeah. have to ask permission as well. Oh, I didn't yep. even think about that. Justina, that's yeah. a other dimension there. Yeah. Yep. It oh, is. A- it's a huge, because I was a hugger as a little girl, too. It's just oh. a thing as a family. So we were just that type of family, and it's a lot different. It is different. Compared yeah. to when we were kids to what mm-hmm. he now has to go through. Well, that was part of being a good little girl, right? Go hug your uncle. Go hug. Yeah. Go hug the neighbor. Yeah. Go hug that Make stranger, sure man. Hug the whole go, yeah, hug a stranger. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. true. And I don't want to hug creepy ass Uncle Al. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. It's, yeah. yeah. Sometimes you just don't want to do it. Oh, yeah. We have to honor yeah. that. That's true. At, at any age. Yeah. Good, exactly. good point. Good points, Christa, Justina. Now you're ah. reading. Would you like Alexis to concentrate on your professional or personal life? <laughs> We're going professional this morning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's how it works. The sound you hear in the background <laughs> is Alexis shaking her box. A hundred bamboo sticks. Eventually, a stick will rise from the others, from the box. Mm. And that will be your stick and it comes complete with a lucky number. Take it away, yes. Stick Weaver. Here we go, Christina. Whoa! 
Wow. That one just popped right out. Mm, <laughs> Look at that. Your stick is 28. 20. Oh, my goodness. That actually is a lucky number for me. Oh, oh wow. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so this is for a professional reading. Okay, here's what the ancient text says. The moon rises in the east so full of grace and beauty, concealed from sight but still in place. Sometimes rising, sometimes full, it runs its course. Gossips are still gossips, not a word of truth they say. Hmm. So here's the meaning. The moon, the moon is overshadowed by clouds, so all things may seem obscure and unsettled. But the cloud that covers the moon is only fleeting, so don't worry or draw back. It will soon pass. Once the clouds disperse, all things will be clear and forward to move. So don't worry. You might run into some gossips at work. Just ignore and walk away. Walk away. Don't get into okay. that whirlwind of of gossips because you're not. No, so no, not at all. No. Yeah. But, but you okay. know, it can be kind of hard sometimes when people are just gossiping about someone and you're like, whoa, I don't want to be here. Why am I here? I need to exactly. I need to get out of here. So be careful. That might happen to you today um, or just, you know, in general. Just find a way out. It, it can be uh, anything. Bathroom. And don't hug just anyone. Just gotta leave go. And don't hug anyone. <laughs> yes, Ask for a hug. <laughs> yes. Justina but otherwise, thinks- you're gonna have a great day, full of grace and beauty. That is amazing. Thank you so much, you guys. Aww, thank you, and please. thank you for adding to our conversation. You brought up a really good point. Thank yes. you, Justina. Thank you. Let's. Uh, Dawn. Yes. Stick Weaver. Stick assistant Dawn. Who do we have next? We have Becky. Hi, Becky. Hi, guys. Hey. Becky, (laughs) would you like Alexis to concentrate on your personal or professional life? Personal, please. Aha. Same goes for you, Becky. The sound behind me is the sound of Alexis (laughs) shaking her box. Jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. I like it. I know. Eventually, a stick will rise from her box, Mm. and that will be yours, complete with a lucky number. Take it away. Lex. All right, Becky, personal reading. Ooh, all right. Let's see here. Your stick is 25. 25. Oh, all right. All righty. Let's see. So this is your personal life. Okay, here's what the ancient text says. The days of hardship and danger are gone. Mm. Oh. Plans revive will work out well and prosper. A broad mind works out effective schemes. Talent seen by your patrons will earn its reward. Mm. Yes, that's Ooh. awesome. This oh. is really I'm so good. Excited. This is good. Yeah, so your plans, whatever you plan to do today, uh, f- personal life there, you'll reach fulfillment. You'll feel good. It's a time of happiness that will begin. Maybe you've kind of gone through some hard times lately, but uh, the sun is there, and there you go. It's gonna be a beautiful you guys, day. That is so true. I've gone through a past that's been kind of difficult. And there's actually a man that I love that I have been wanting to be with. So maybe that's good fortune for me. Oh, do it today. (laughs) That's wonderful. Love it, Becky. Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Bye. Oh, that was so nice. That was very sweet. And a positive note to end that on. Yeah. Uh, Per usual, uh, Alexis, your job is not done. Okay. We must check. The fortune of our leader. <laughs> yes. The leader whose name we can't say three times or she appears <laughs> like Beetlejuice. Uh-oh. Or Bloody Mary. 
in the mirror. <laughs> B. Arthur. Uh, we did personal last week. Uh, let's check her professional life today. <laughs> professional. Lex. Okay. This Boy. Uh, stick will rise. And it will be <laughs> B. Arthur's stick. Here we go. <laughs> Aha! Yeah. Nine. 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 Is the stick. <laughs> Let's see what this says. The lives she has. Nine lives. Nine, Nine lives. lives. Like a cat. <laughs> okay, here it says, yield not to greed and hate. Mm. Cast them aside. Oh. Let conscious be your only guide. Your heart will be open, pure, sublime, and bright, just like the full moon that shines high in the sky. Mm. Oh, this is kind of like the first one. So don't, you might have some greedy or some hateful thoughts. <laughs> Be Arthur. <laughs> Let them pass. Let them okay. don't be don't be greedy, be Arthur. Yes. Be greedy. Just let let them pass because everything, once you get past that, it says that everything will light up with the brightness of hope. Oh, oh, isn't that nice? The brightness of hope. Mm. Ah, it oh. says be upright, unbiased, and impartial as you can, and uphold the principles of reason, justice, and mercy. Mm. Oh. oh boy. Oh, that's it's good. A- it's a good one. Just get rid of the hate and the greed, and it's mm. all good. But can she do it? I doubt she can mm. do it. Mm. We'll see. We'll oh, see. boy. B. Arthur, you're going to have a good day today, it looks like. As hard as we tried to have a not-so-good day for you, it's oh going to be God. good. There mm-hmm. we go. Make good choices today. Make good choices, B. Uh, if you didn't get your stick red, don't worry. We do this every Wednesday at the top of the 8 o'clock hour. Lex is uh, always here, ready uh, and willing with her box, her magic stick box. That's right. Thank you, Lex. That's right. Oh, oh this is I'm putting the sticks stick. away. Oh, I was like, hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You know I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never-frozen meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian approved and get this, all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash JAPOD50 and use code JAPOD50 to get 50% off. That's code JAPOD50 at factormeals.com slash JAPOD50 to get 50% off. Is there a renegade stick that's just uh, flopping around there? (laughs) There you go. Uh, There we go. There we go. Hey, guys, don't forget to follow. (laughs) She's a Foley artist over there. I know. Seriously. ASMR, guys. No, I know. Don't forget to follow us on social media. Lex in the Cities, Dawn at Dark, and Jason Matheson. Uh, And don't forget uh, to download the newest episode of my podcast, Two Fairy Godfathers, all about uh, enjoying the magic of Disney as an adult. You don't need to be a kid or have a kid to love it, and we show you how. So download it today on Spotify, uh, uh, Apple Podcasts, and Podcast One. 816, Elizabeth is still on that boat. (laughs) Yeah, she's in Norway still. She's still in Norway. Dawn is not on a boat. Mm-hmm. She's right over there. She's going to be handling the dirt alert upon our return. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. 
Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McLean. It's time to get caught up with the biggest uh, dirt of the day. Elizabeth is on a boat. Dawn is not, and she's here at the Dirt Alert. <laughs> yes. Hello, Dawn. Okay, I want to talk about, uh, first of all today, net uh, salaries for stars and oh. how they compare to each other. Some of these top A-list celebrities, uh, a lot of them are doing Netflix, Netflix projects now or streaming service products, and their salaries come with a big caveat. Um, they don't share in any upside because... For a lot of projects out there when it comes to theatrical release, movies, actors, contracts stipulate that they're going to receive a percentage of the profits. Um, And in some cases, a major star will get what's called a first dollar gross, which is a portion of the studio revenues before the picture is in the black. So regardless Mm. of how much the movie makes, if they're in the red, it doesn't matter. They're still going to get a part of the profit. But when you're talking about Netflix, um, you know, it's not the same because however many times people are streaming things, it doesn't matter. You know, it's it's still just a flat fee. So stars are trying to negotiate those kind of things. Um, And let's go over some of the biggest stars out there and what they're making. Okay. Okay. So um, I will start with, uh, let's start with in fifth place. These are all men, by the way. I probably not a surprise um in seventh place we have emily blunt she's the she's the the biggest uh, earner this last year for an individual project that would be a quiet place paramount her husband directed it um and that is uh 13 million she's getting for that that shocks that surprises me this is yeah yeah, no this is the second quiet place sorry so this is the one coming out um that surprises you yeah, it does. Okay. I love her. I, I'm and I'm glad. Mm-hmm. It just surprises me. Yeah. yeah, big dollars for her. Then we're going to Tom Cruise for uh, Top Gun Maverick. This is a Paramount movie. Uh, he's making fourteen million for that. Mm, okay. All wow. right. Twelve to fourteen million. Uh, next on the line up the list is Jason Statham for Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. You know oh, yeah. that's their their spinoff for those characters that people absolutely love. Thirteen million for that. Wow. Then we jump up to Will Smith for Bad Boys for Life. This is the Bad Boys sequel, or actually, this is uh, this will be the third Bad Boys. Um, he's making seventeen million. Whoa! <laughs> is he worth it? Probably. Seriously? Yeah, seventeen million. Oh, holy crap! In third place, we have Robert Downey Jr., which is probably no surprise. This is just his salary and not what he makes. Uh, on the back end, we're talking about the voyage of Doctor Doolittle for Universal. Oh my gosh, we're not even talking about Avengers. No, just for the oh just gosh. for this, which I have now not even heard of. I don't even know I've what that is. I don't even know what this. The is. The voyage of Doctor Doolittle, okay. twenty million dollars. Wow. I mean, uh, think about movie budgets. You're spending twenty million just on your main star. Wow. Million dollars. Yeah. That is a universal project that comes out in 2020, January 2020. Doesn't Dr. Doolittle talk to animals? Mm hmm. That's that's the other doc. That's the right. That's the other guy. This is a fantasy. That's um. what's his name? Oh, this is great. I can't think of Dr. Doolittle. You're right. He talks to animals. But the voyage of Dr. Doolittle, it's an American fantasy comedy. Oh, okay. why would they Thanks call it the same? That's just dumb. That's weird. Confusing. Yeah, yeah, confusing. Okay. 
Um, all right. So uh, second on the list for just individual products we have or projects we have, um, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Oh, yeah. He's getting $20 million for Hobbs and Shaw. His co-star, if I can remind you, is not getting as much. Uh, oh really? Yeah, Jason Statham. Jason, he's getting right. thirteen oh, million. Right. Oh yeah. Okay, so thirteen million to twenty million. Isn't he also a producer or an executive or something on the show or the movie as well? It doesn't say that, but Does could that be. Yeah, that's a very good point because yeah. that that would be and and uh, with that in mind, um, we're going to jump up to the number one spot for an individual project, which I do know he's on as a producer listed as a producer for this one. It is a Netflix show. It's called Six Underground. And Ryan Reynolds, for this individual project, will be paid $27 million. Wow. What? <laughs> $27 $27 Your favorite Michael Bay is directing, Jace. No. Oh, what? no. Is there even a script? Because, you know, he's famous for saying he doesn't need one. Ugh, no. Good question. Which sc- oh. screenwriters hate him for that. They're like, really? Well, maybe you should look at Transformers again. I was going to say, it's a big pile of flaming poop. It's so, obvious he doesn't use a yeah, script. Yeah, just make yeah. it up as you go along. No problem. Oh, this oh, is a story of six billionaires who form a vigilante squad by faking their deaths to take down notorious criminals. Okay. Oh, I kind of like that premise. I do too, but I can't stand that man. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Transformers. Yeah. No, he totally, Your childhood. Yeah, it's awful. Okay, uh, well, t- uh, switching gears here, uh, talking about movies, a long time Quentin Tarantino has been talking about doing a Star Trek movie. Mm. Yeah. And it's supposedly based on uh, this great idea that he has that they're being very hush-hush about. And uh, Paramount is willing to make an R-rated movie if it's him on board with it. Um, we oh, haven't heard no. about it in a while, and people are no. just like, was that a fever dream? What what happened? Some corporate <laughs> guy was like, sure. Uh, but actually, he just did an interview because Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is coming out, which is supposed to be his second to last movie. He's committed to only making 10 movies, if you remember. Oh, which, that's right. I'm like, okay. That's, that's a lie. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. He's like, this will be my second to last movie. So I guess Star Trek will be his last one. And he said, uh, and when I emerge, the script has been written, and when I emerge, um, uh, oh my gosh, when I emerge my head like Punxsutawney Phil. <laughs> Is he looking for a shadow? Oh, yeah. what? He's talking what? about from the winter. Uh, we're picking up talking about it again. So he's saying that uh, it's been a long, hard road with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So when he's done with that, um, he is having that script a major step in the direction of getting it made. For Star Trek. So what are the other movies? Are they rated? They're not rated R? Um, oh, the Star Trek no. movies? I so think most of them are PG-13. So what's going to make his movie R? I a don't lot of cussing. Know. Probably. Body <laughs> parts. Alien Nudity? boobies. I don't yes. know. But alien boobies. I'm interested <laughs> to see what that's like and that yeah. they would commit to letting him. He says the script has been written. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would love to see that. Yeah. I, well, because I don't want the Star Trek film franchise to die because no. I love it. So, mm-hmm. and I'm happy though with Discovery. Uh, that's fine. I still I have that. Yeah. So, coming up, uh, it is uh, coming up on eight twenty eight. Uh, for more on these stories, go to mytalk1071.com. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back after these messages. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm I talking to seven one. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McLean. Oh, yeah. I 
just I'm telling you, when I'm staying out late, I just uh, I feel like a poopy <laughs> the next day. I'm just kidding. <laughs> right. I can't. Oh, yeah, my can't goodness. Do. I can't do old it anymore, Mary, girl. She ain't what she used to be. The old gray oh, yeah. she ain't what she used to be. I love that song so much. <laughs> yeah, it's, but it's true. true. I went out uh, 8.30 friends. I told 5.30 friends I had a little event last night, and I may I, I broke my own rule of not having uh, not cocktailing on the weekdays. I had I had a drink, and I just it's not worth it anymore. I texted Con. I'm like I just feel horrible. Like yeah. not horrible. That's being overdramatic. I just don't feel ugh, great. Nope, not so, worth it. <laughs> not worth it anymore. Not worth it. <laughs> nope. Eight eight thirty three. Everybody. Uh, now uh, this isn't going to be overly gross at all, but oh. this is just going to be a reflection of how uh, gross human beings can be. Right, Don? Um, actually, uh, yeah. It's <laughs> if you are eating right now, I just want to warn you. Oh no. You might want to just listen to the podcast. (laughs) Maybe right now, you know, I hate to tell people to turn away, but you can always please find us on the podcast. We upload those every day of the show. Um, And so you can join us then and listen to this. But, um, you know, people sell their gaming consoles all the time. You go to GameStop or, or, you know, places like that. uh, And, and, you know, maybe they're strapped for cash or they just want to upgrade their gaming system. Yeah. All kinds of gaming systems out there. Yeah. so there was a Reddit thread that uh, some people stumbled upon, and um, it was people who work at these gaming stores who are getting these gaming systems in. Um, so they have to evaluate the gaming system to make sure it works. First of all, they have to turn it on and stuff. Yeah. And so some people come in and they go, hey, I don't know if this works because I haven't used this GameCube in a very long time. So they have, they're like, okay, so... GameStop employees and people like that posted on Reddit of the things they have found inside consoles. The first thing that they want to that they say that they that I've found drugs in game cases. Um, there's also been porn um, <laughs> in there, like just you know it, discs in there Leftover or within sucks. or hidden inside. Oh, okay? okay. Which that is not too bad. The thing that I was horrified that the overwhelming thing that they find is hordes of roaches. Oh, oh. <laughs> so, what? yes, oh. infested consoles that they're hoping to trade in that are roach infested. Um, so they are all aware of this kind of thing. And so basically uh, they will take it in the parking lot Um because they open it up, they got to make sure that the system, they will open up to see, you know, the mechanics inside. It's not just plugging it in. And hordes of roaches will just start crawling out of it like awful, like scattering Ew. everywhere. Um, and so that's their fear. And then I start to think about Ugh. how this happens. And my, you know, I have a lot of friends that game and just, you know, I'm thinking about in college and how gross they were and how dirty they were. How does this happen? It's people Has not it been in the attic being, or the garage. Or I think it's vile. just people are being vile in their homes yes. and they leave food out. And so these roaches find a nice little place to live and breed. And then these poor blankets. Oh, yeah, these poor guys. Oh. have to. I just think about how gross people are and how not like beyond 
just not tidying up. Well, they, could, they become obsessed with the game, right? Yeah, and then they're just gross, and they're eating pizza and throwing the box on the floor and just, you know, oh, soda. I, and, and like, do they see roaches other places? Because surely if you have a game console that is infested with hundreds of roaches, there are other roaches around. Oh, yeah. Yes. And they I just think about alone. how gross people are. I I was horrified reading this because there's pictures. Just the thought of them crawling around and that Uh, many of them. Vile. I had a friend. um, (sighs) Well, you know, I always refer to my most famous story that I can never tell publicly to anybody. But, you know, Lex knows it. Don knows it. Blah, blah, blah. I, I scared Steve Patterson uh, last year at uh, Project Don and Dirty telling telling his uh, his little, I call him my little French singing nun. Um, I Literally, Steve <laughs> immediately left our conversation and went to church. That's how much I scared him. But that story is about a certain person. And that person had, uh, I before the events of that story happened, I went to her uh, apartment, Lex and Dawn. Oh, no. Girl. Girl. And this was college era. So I'm. this is when you were describing the conditions of, you know, she had, and again, this is 1991, 92. So the fact that this has stuck in my memory, we walk in and I'm with my friend Michelle and we were going to stay at this woman's place, this friend of a friend, mm-hmm. my a f- college friend. And I remember Michelle and I, Mish and I walked by the kitchen <laughs> and she had a pot of macaroni and cheese, no. like leftover macaroni and cheese that had been sitting there for so long. It was molding, Ew. like it was molding on the stove and it looked like something out of reality bites. Cause then in the, in their living room, <laughs> she had the world's largest coffee table ashtray <laughs> And it was filled. I mean, it, it. There's a scene in Reality Bites with Nona, with with, with Winona Ryder, and and it's a time lapse where you just see Winona the 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 ashtray just keeps filling and filling. That's what it was like. It was so disgusting that I looked at Michelle and I go, "We are po." Like I am a high school student. Yeah, <laughs> we have no money, but I am not staying here. Like we have got to get a hotel because. So I think of that environment. <sighs> College kids can be dirty, girl. They can be not quite macaroni and moldy cheese dirty. But, oh, well, I mean, but, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> my takeaway oh. from this is, you know, my husband and I, we sell vintage toys and and yeah. sports memorabilia. One of those things are Game Boys and game consoles. Oh, yeah. So I need to send this to him. We've never encountered this yeah. when we've bought old Ataris or Nintendos to resell. Yeah. Uh, he actually really loves it. Him and his buddy get together and then they... They play to make sure that it works and, yeah. you know, he has all oh, these spare really? cords and like controllers <laughs> and everything. And they have a good time doing that. Yeah. Um, luckily, we haven't encountered that, but. Ew. Yeah, these <laughs> just poor employees. Oh, ah. these poor GameStop employees. Gosh. That's who I feel bad for. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, oh, they'll go outside burn. and just shake it. They'll shake it to see what comes out first. Oh. And then some of the managers just it's so bad that they're like, we'll eat the cost, just destroy it. So they go back there and they like set it on fire or beat it up and throw it in the dumpster. Ew. Oh, it's just people are gross. That's they what we've are. learned today. Oh, people are just vile. Yeah. Ugh. they can be, I should say, just yeah. dirty. Clean your stuff, especially if you're going to sell it. 
I, yes. I would be so embarrassed. You know what I mean? I would be because I would I would just assume that the that the the company or the store I'm taking it to. Yeah, I would just assume that they're going to examine it. So I would be mortified. <laughs> like if I left yes. like. Edward Penis Hands, uh, you know, DVD <laughs> in my in my Xbox. Yeah, you know? that wasn't me. Uh, that was my friend. Shaving Ryan's privates. Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> one of my other favorite titles. Two of my favorite. I know. Those are two great Pern parodies. Oh. It is embarrassing. We used to be uh, vendors at a shop where you had to work hours as part of EP rent, but then you also have to work hours. And... There was a guy there, his stuff was just disgusting. And so you'd be up there, you know, helping the customers, taking off the little tags and like, oh, look at all the goodies that you found. And then they open the box just to like, can I see it? And like, of course, of course, pull out the doll or whatever it is inside. And all this dirt and gross, nasty leaves and stuff would fall out. And I'm like, oh, you're just horrified. You don't even know what to say. say. You feel so embarrassed for, for them and for you and for that. I mean, he was kicked out pretty quickly out of that store because it's embarrassing. But, yeah, it's just the stuff you see. Clean yo Mm, stuff. Gross, yep. Clean yo stuff. (laughs) It is uh, 841. We're going to take a break, everybody. Uh, Don't forget, follow us on social media. Uh, My Talk 1071, Hannah from our digital team does a great job. Funny videos, funny behind-the-scenes photos. Live streams and more. Uh, search my talk 1071 on uh, we're the most active really on Instagram, but Facebook too. We'll be back after this. Me. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McLean. I uh, and it's the stuff that it's the stuff of uh, uh, humor. People can you know roll their eyes at me sometimes because I know probably more things about Oprah than I do about U.S. history. I, uh, <laughs> I, yeah. uh, I, am, a, I am a student of Oprah. Um, I, I grew up in the Chicago area, so I watched Oprah before the rest of the country watched Oprah. I love her. Uh, but I read an article uh, overnight in The Hollywood Reporter that no, no joke, one of the most fascinating Oprah interviews I have read recently. And I learned things that even I didn't know about Oprah. Mm. And I, I would encourage you uh, to read it. I think the title of the article and this interviewer has interviewed her many times. So they have a good rapport. The article is entitled Oprah wants more. Mm. Um, she's not done yet. Like if you thought, if you thought own was maybe her final act. No, maybe the girls Academy. No, 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 no. She reveals, you know, she was talking about uh, one of the things that I found so fascinating was uh, she quit 60 minutes. That was the headline that popped out yesterday. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. But that was as interesting as that is, because there's a funny reason why she's quitting. That was just a nugget of of interesting crap in this article. But with the 60 minutes thing, she said that they they were kind of um stomping she had to soften her personality is i think how she put it and she said she knew what she was in trouble flattening thank you lex flattening it out she knew she was in trouble there when they told her she had too much emotion in the way she said her name for that famous you know they had the famous opening credits of you know i'm mike wallace i'm leslie stahl i'm oprah winfrey they had to tell her she had too much emotion. <laughs> was in she her. like, I'm Oprah Winfrey? Yeah. Why don't they 
think she was even doing that. That would have been hilarious. Yeah, wouldn't that have been? But she wasn't even doing that. But you know it's bad when you are Oprah Winfrey and a producer is telling you how to say your name. And Oprah said that was a sign that, okay, maybe this isn't. That's bold. This isn't a good fit for me for a variety of reasons. She talked about Apple. She was, you know, people are, uh, people ask, hey, you have a network. Why are you doing all of this for Apple? And she's like, it's a different audience. It's a bigger audience. Things that may fit on, uh, fit on own don't necessarily fit on Apple. She goes, my docuseries isn't a good fit for own. Uh, and with own, she also said she, she admits she said she was very naive. She said, you know, she went into own, uh, and, and own was a failure for a while. She said she went into own going, oh, I'm going to do spiritual programming. And every day I'm going to interview someone like my Angelou. <laughs> she said, <laughs> yeah. she goes, you got to meet people where they are. She was not everybody wants to talk about my Angelou and spirituality every day. She was, I could talk about it every minute of every day, but people don't want that. So I have to come where I, I, I you got to meet people where they are. And I thought that's a good lesson, whether you own a TV network or not. Mm-hmm. But uh, so she said, you know, Apple is just a bigger reach. And she said, she's going to create um, the world's largest book club. She said something she couldn't do with own. She can't do it. It's just not the thing. And then the most intriguing thing about her, her partnership with Apple, uh, she said, look, um, what I love is if there's a newsmaker, I'm going to interview that newsmaker. She was, there are people I want to speak to. And she's going to do that with Apple because it's just a better fit. And then she let it slip that this could turn into uh, another regular series, not a daily series, but she is open to doing another series, another interview series um, similar to the Oprah Winfrey show, but oh, not that's a perfect fit. Lex, we, I think we said that when own debuted, it was like, you don't have to, we don't need you daily. We get it. You've done your 25 years, yep. Miss Winfrey, but have a regular interview series. That just seems like a no brainer to me. So anyway, lot she talks about. And you can see all the stars wanting to be interviewed by her too. She would have no problem no. finding interviewees. No, not at all. So just she talked about how when the Oprah Winfrey show first went national in 1984, the bosses at WLS, which was the station she did the show from, they the management literally looked at her and said, uh, "We're not going to give raises to your producers." And she was, "Wait a minute, we're doing a national show now." And the manager looked at her and said, those girls, referred to them, those girls are sitting at the same desk in the same office doing the same show. They're not getting a raise. So for the first three years until she got a new contract, Oprah gave them $10,000 bonuses at Christmas every year. And Mm. then she finally realized, she said, "That that was a lesson. You know, Oprah, everything's a lesson. She said, that was a lesson that when I owned, that when I would own my own company, I was going to pay well. She was, I was going to pay my people well, and I have kept that promise. So anyway, it was really, again, I, she was telling stories I had never heard, and I've, I've seen every Oprah interview. I've read every. It was fascinating, and it's in The Hollywood Reporter. So you can go to THR.com and click on uh, the Oprah profile. So, cool. Yeah, it was really cool. It was a good read. I, I, I tore right through it. It's like, oh, this is, I wanted it to go on and on and on and on and on, and 
Sadly, it didn't. <laughs> the interview had to end, Jace. Mm. It had to end. Just like our show, because yeah. Donna and Steve are coming up next. They are. Are they here yet? Not yet. Well, you know what we need? We we mentioned it, but we didn't do it, Lex. It's going to be like a 49 or something. Would you like to do a granny panty forecast? We haven't done that today. Oh, right, because it is kind of cold today. Yeah. yeah, it is a little cold. So what are Ooh, we thinking, Let's Lex? see. Yeah, highs and just... If high is just 53, we've got showers. Mm-hmm. I think it's a three granny panty kind of day. Mm. Here we go. Three, three granny panties. panties. Three granny panties, everybody. So yeah. as, if you're st- still getting dressed, not one, not two, but layer it up. Three granny panties <laughs> is what you need today. I know, but this weekend's looking better and better. 70, it could be like 71 and sunny on Saturday, everybody. Yeah. So, which is good hey, for the Garth Brooks concert. Oh, yeah, that's true. So I'm going to that. I'm excited. Oh, man. Yeah. Are you seriously going to wear your hat? No, I'm not going to wear my I'm not going to wear my cowboy hat, my hair, but I'm going to I am going to wear my boots. I'm going to wear my J.R. Ewing boots that Lex and I got together. Um, (laughs) Yeah. yeah, So I'm going to wear those. I'm going to polish those up and uh, wear my boots. I love wearing mine. There's something about putting cowboy boots on that you're like, I got this. If I need to ride a horse, I'm ready. Is uh, Steve uh, yes, riding a Steve horse today? Is Donna here too? Uh, uh, Donna, Donna had one of her frantic moments where she looked at the clock and she said, Oh gosh, will you go in? So then I came oh, in. Here we are. <laughs> what, do you, what do you have coming up today, Steve? Uh, today is Wednesday, and yes, that is. is when we play our Millennial X game. So today we oh. double dip in the game show category. At 10.30, we do our College of Pop Culture Knowledge. At 11.30, it is Donna representing the uh, team Generation X, and I loosely represent the Millennial Generation, and we go head-to-head. There's some sort of a prize up for grabs. I don't know what it is, but Ooh, it's fun. Bragging rights. Fun. Bragging rights, yeah. That's coming up next on Donna and Steve. That's going to do it for us, though, for this uh, Wednesday. You, uh, If you're listening to your kid being bullied, go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right. You be you unless you're a terrible person. We love you, and we'll talk tomorrow, friends. It's a beautiful day.